Welcome to Maritime Software, the people podcast. Today, I'm joined by Ramsam Koi, who's the marketing manager at Venture Group. Um, really interesting business that covers a whole range of kind of maritime, offshore energy, and governmental sectors. Um, not just software solutions they provide, but a whole range of kind of IoT um, platform sensors and, and, and analytics that they can kind of help with their customers. So today we're going to dive into the topic of marketing and communications within kind of the SaaS environment, but mainly in the maritime software space. Um, so yeah, please do stick with us. This is a really interesting topic. I'm going to dive a bit deeper into Ramson's experience um, working in different types of marketing functions. Um, we're going to have a look at how, um, what's the kind of most effective way for a, perhaps a maritime software business or, or any kind of shipping business um, to kind of approach strategic projects um, in terms of kind of marketing campaigns uh, to get the best ROI. So thanks for tuning in and enjoy the episode. Hi, Ramsam. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you, Callum. Thank you for having me here on your show. Really appreciate it. Uh, you're very welcome. It's great to speak to you. And obviously, I, I know you're, you're calling from uh, Kuala Lumpur. So uh, thank you for joining. And uh, really excited to hear about your, a bit more about your journey and obviously about the Adventure Group and what you guys are doing. Um, so perhaps you could give us a quick introduction into yourself and uh, your role within the company. Sure. Let me start with some background, right? Before uh, joining Adventure, I think um, we go with the flow. So thank you for having me here. Actually, I appreciate it. And to be part of this uh, maritime industry. So before we dive into this exciting world of Aventra Group, um, I spent several years being a small fleet ship owners right up north in Malaysia. And the part is that we are a marine energy logistic and bunkering company. And after that, wearing different hats at company like music and entertainment publishing, um, like Music Press Asia. Mm -hmm. And b way before that, I was in Los Angeles promoting computer hardware and peripherals for the gaming enthusiasts. Um, if you remember gaming, it wasn't that big, but gaming today is huge. And we also a part of building what eSports today. Uh, now, then we go into Aventra Group, how how I go into Aventra Group, basically, it's a, it's a new thing for me, enterprise IT in maritime industry. So to go back to your questions, right, what is my role now? My role is marketing, public relation, and communication professionals in Aventra Group. Cool, good. And, and how did you hear about Aventra Group? Were, were they... Did somebody approach you from the business or, or did, was it just like a job that you applied to? Quite interested so the, to hear. the funny thing is that I was just looking around something that related to um, enterprise IT, uh, a new company and Maritime. So it hit my spot on LinkedIn. I think they promoted really well on LinkedIn and I thought maybe, maybe not. So I sent in my CV and give them a call and we have a talk and... Two weeks later, I ended up in Kuala Lumpur. Wow. <laughs> Quite a cultural shop. Obviously, difference between the US and, and other places where you've been. So are you, are you very settled in now? You're, in, you're enjoying living out there? So before, um, 
before I came back to Malaysia, I actually was in uh, Hong Kong and Taiwan and Singapore. So yes, I actually had a quite culture shock in Kuala Lumpur, even though I was born here in Malaysia. Um, the shock is quite different when you are westernized in the culture and everything. But I, I felt home for once. Right? So now I'm slowly settling in, in Kuala Lumpur and making friends in the industry like you, um, start networking in the maritime sector and enterprise IT. No, great. I, I went to Kuala Lumpur, I can't remember which year, maybe 2012 or 2013, uh, just for like, I think I was there for two days and uh, it was fantastic. Went and saw the Petronas Towers. Um, I think we had a, a ship closing and I, I, I just went I went and uh, attended the meeting sort of thing. Um, but the Petronas Towers, one of the most fantastic buildings I've ever seen. Um, and it was just out when, when that entrapment film had kind of been out exactly. a few years earlier. So it was quite cool seeing the actual set and, things very very cool city I that thought. was actually the the proud moment for all malaysian i think those those movies set in the 1998 or 19 something um 1990 something and it was one of the moment and patronas tower it was my dream to come visit and come check it out and now i'm just 10 minutes away excellent good good no it's great it's i've still got all my photos and things from from those sort of trips and things so it's exciting. Good. And how is it just you in, in Kuala Lumpur for, for the company or do you have uh, any other teammates? Uh, we have about 80, 80 people in Kuala Lumpur itself. Yeah. Great. And well. of course, right, we have Vietnam, India, UAE. Um, so it combines together. We have quite a lot of people actually. Yeah. No, fantastic. Good. Okay. Great. And, and can you um, give us a quick overview, if, if you may? It doesn't have to be quick. You can go into as much detail as you like um, of a venture, the solution, the type of customers that you serve. Um, that would be great. So I think in general, um, what Aventra is and what do we do? Um, we simple to say, let me put it easier, right? Um, we revolution, we revolutionize the shipping industry. Uh, with game-changing platform design and unparalleled success, which means that we give you a turnkey solution, offer you a seamless end-to-end -end experience, um, optimizing every facet of the business workflow. A lot of times, people stuck at a place where they don't know how to expand their business and they're stuck in the processes. Um, for example, when you have a legacy, legacy system in your company, and due to this modernization age, everything you want is actually in your fingertips. But where are all your data storing? So for Aventura coming in, we empower your company to monetize your data and turn your information into revenue stream, right? Um, it, sounds, it, it sounds too good to be true, but because of we are in this digitalization age, everything is all about data. If someone that tells you that this analytics works well and can empower your team, your company worldwide with just a few clicks away, and that's how we do it. And on customer base, I think we target on a larger enterprise. And we know that our company in the Gulf company of Bari uh, is actually one of our customers to, to, streamline, to streamline their business operation with digital information. And of course, uh, 
uh, Lloyd Register and a few others mining company in Australia. And we do actually help Ministry of Defense to help them to process their internet or I mean, IT workflows, right? And from there on, I think this is who Aventra Group is. Yeah, great. So quite a diverse client base. Kind of, it sounds like you're ranging from obviously maritime, perhaps offshore government, uh, governmental kind of bodies. Um, so yeah, really interesting. And energy businesses as well. So yeah, keep you guys very busy, I'm sure. Um, excellent. Okay, it, cool. Exactly, and, and your, your it's function... It's actually quite the same, Sorry. right? Um, you, you think about maritime, we are using internet, we are using system. We are using applications like SAP, Salesforce, um, Microsoft Cloud, AWS. Anything that we want to do is simply a same system. But how we make it more efficient and strive toward excellent and to keep your business available all the time, 24-7, um, then that is the beauty of Aventra Group. Yeah, no, it sounds very exciting. And yeah, I really enjoy, obviously, our previous chats with the, with the team um, and obviously learning a bit more about your solutions on, on the website and things. Um, and your role now, obviously. So can you give us a quick overview of, 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 of your specific role in, in marketing and what you're doing kind of day-to-day -day for the business? So I think it's uh, quite diverse. Um, when you go marketing, public relations and communications, um, so, but our, our streamline is very easy, right? Um, I'm focusing on the marketing function of what normally I would do, right? So it seems goes, you, you need to go through a certain things like in the morning, like day to day light, you know, you get a coffee, like 9am, you, you have a warm coffee before you start the day, right? Um, checking my emails, okay? The, the routine is the emails and the communications. Basically, um, responding emails and make sure that get done in the morning, sometimes before I go out the, the house. And to, to make sure that what I want to do that day. Okay, so news update. That's the best thing, right? I get news from multiple channels. Um, before I step out the door, I want to know what's the current global situations of the global states at. Um, economy, finance, and what not like is there any shooting in america or how is the economy goes so that will be one of it and then we're meeting with the teams right what's going on today are we going to check on the metrics um how's our performance go okay and then i'll start to see industry news right what's going on in the industry i think linkedin is provide a very good um opportunity to do that um to see what's going on in every nation and then I would just wrap up my day to write it down what I have accomplished today and what is my task for tomorrow. But then if you want to go detail, a little bit details, it's basically you're doing the same thing that what other marketers would do, right? So you have to have, um, I, would, I actually create a list to that. Um, you, you need to have a product positioning, uh, target audience segmentation, lead generations, content marketing, digital marketing, um, sales enablement. Sometimes we have to do it. You know, customer retention and advocacy. That's a must. And brand management, market change, and develop a good strategy to handle all of this together. 
right? And then on the communication part is external, internal. We crafted message for the internal company to make sure that all the stakeholders understand what, what are where we where we at and what are we going to do next, right? So those are very uh, appealing. You gotta have some appealing messages, not just to internal but external, right? We want to sell who is our target audience and uh, do we have a specific target for that segment? And public relations basically to to go out and say hi to you basically like today is a very good public relation call, and to call people out in the industry or not in the industry just to say hi. And to tell them that, hey, we have new products coming out or we have these services. Have you heard about it? You want to know more? So that's part of these routine things. I think that this is a role of uh, marketing, public relations and communication, but in general. Okay. So once we dive deep down, Great. then it will be more complicated. Yeah. Well, let's, let's do that. Let's just break up some, some sections. So... So, so earlier in my career, when I was uh, in, working for another recruitment agency, I, I used to sort of do a lot of marketing recruitment for, for companies like Shell and some other oil and gas companies. Uh, and we used to do the whole multi-channel kind of marketing, essentially. Um, so that, like you mentioned, would be kind of digital print, events, um, video, that type of thing. So helping them hire kind of creative directors, digital project managers, that type of thing. So in your team at your company do, do is it just you that folk like overlook oversees all of those different areas you've talked about or do you have like an a separate kind of this is the person that focuses on social media this is the person that deals with our kind of digital print content how does it I work i think there? in general so as a as a head of marketing and all these comms and public relations uh, we create a framework right like a workflow process um, mostly based on experience, it might vary from different industry to another industry. But I think all marketers, marketing professionals, we have a set of rules what to follow, right? Because you have been through failure mm -hmm. and failure gives you actually experience and wisdom to deal with what's coming next. Um, we set a good guidelines. So every guidelines we can actually from top to bottom and then bottoms up from the feedback, right? How does it feedback to us? Um, for example, if we, if we create a copy for a brochure, how this copy will react to a certain people. Sometimes we do an internal training or an internal survey, right? We pick someone that has no clue about the maritime and to give them something to read and say, tell us what's going on in a fun place. You know, if, if we get the message to you, I'll buy you lunch. If we cannot get the message to you, I'll owe you lunch. <laughs> so so okay. we, we create things. And then um, creative-wise, I, I think creative-wise, I would do it myself sometimes, but I would give example to our creative team. Like designer, you are UX, okay? uh, product management. So we share our ideas together and we discuss how it's going to go. Right? What are people doing? And what do we think is um, successful or not successful? How do we create our own metrics to, to measure? Because whatever we do, we actually have to follow up with our business objective, right? Um, but sometimes you can park yeah. under branding, right? When it comes to branding, like who is a Ventra? What is a Ventra brand? And then day-to-day -day process, you have to create a sales funnel, right? That is most important. So... 
But I do not handling sales myself. So we partner with sales partner together in our own company. We come up with strategy how to penetrate the market and how to go to market. So so those are, I think, tiny things. But you can actually ask for more details. What, what are we thinking? We have a set of guidelines, let's say, to posting. Um, what kind of post do we need to post? And what are people posting? Um, are we going to chase the trend? Because the world that we live in are predicted or what you call that has been restrained by algorithms. So it doesn't mean that your post or something that you want to say, it gets out to the people that you want. So are we going to chase the trend for this Christmas or are we going to be earlier or we're going to be a few days later? So I think um, a lot of this has come with... Uh, fun as a, as a team, we will discuss that, hey, I want to see it after Christmas because when you do a Christmas post, there's another 1.5 or 2 million customer out there doing that same post. So where are the algorithm going to post yes. us? And I think that's come with uh, a lot of knowledge and intelligence when you play with the market. Okay. No, great. Thank you. And how much of your time is sitting with the sales team or perhaps the product management, or product managers, the product team. Is it is that a very big part of your your kind of week generally, or, or just very occasionally? Um, those are occasion because we don't have product all the time, um, but part product need improvement, um, need briefing, uh, add on features. How do we do it? How do we promote to customer? And for sales, um, in enterprise sales, is a little bit tougher because we need an expert, subject matter expert to to dig in what they're missing. But for Maritime, I think it's uh, for us on product side, it's quite simple to make sure that finding the gap and fill the gap and make sure that the customer is happy. Um, but when we have... Good. And okay. that's one important thing is that we always based on the, the technology company like Microsoft, um, like the big guy, Amazon or Salesforce, SAP, they always roll out new things, new feature every few months. So for us, we have to understand what is going on and how do we advise our customer and should we give a workshop and training to our customer to prevent something might happen or to educate them. I think that is one of the important things. Okay, no, that, that makes sense. Thank you. And you touched upon it a little bit there about having a subject matter expert. So how did you find it? I know you said that you've obviously got some prior interests in, in, in maritime before you joined the venture. How have you found kind of transitioning into a mainly a maritime focused software company from from a different type of background? Has it been quite an easy transition or uh, you have you struggled with some of the, the terminology in shipping, that type of thing? How's it been going? That is a very good question. Um, I think to, to have a transition, you, you don't really need a maritime background. But if you're interested, like uh, a, be a passionate marketer like me, um, you constantly have to learn new things. You have to educate yourself what's going on. Um, at first, of course, I have a hard time with all the maritime lingo they use, right? And you, you just ask, what is this for? What is this? What is the term of this? Because when it comes to maritime, if you say just on shipping itself, there's regulations, there's safety, there's uh, laws, and there's engineering. Okay, 
then you are involved in geopolitical situations, why we cannot sail to that area, and, and all this little knowledge will make a person great. But yes, it's an initial challenge for me. Um, but I think learning is one of the things that you can get through very fast to understand what is shipping doing, yeah. right? Like, go to the media. What, what media is talking about shipping news, right? So we follow up the news. Um, for a few months, I think if you put your heart into it, for a few months, you basically understand um, how the maritime works, right? Then you go into, maybe you want to go into um, ship construction, class society, um, engine design, um, or just regu regulation part of it, right? Um, then you come into logistics. That is another, another thing about logistics, which involve uh, ports and terminals, how, how your container going one place to one place, and how many people are in that economical cycle. And those are the knowledge that I think anyone would slowly get into that. But as an Aventura group for me, um, because we cover a more diverse end-to-end -end situation, so we have to go in there and understand it. And when we hire or when we're looking for sales, they must understand at least mostly how to transform enterprise application and how to advise customer to modernize your applications, right? You're not using still using Windows 98 at this point of time. And if you do, I, I think it's going to be really hard for your company to grow, right? Because things has been streamlined very fast and everybody is constantly at work on the phone, right? Like you own this company. To you, work-life balance is basically a passion. So we are looking for people with passionate about sales and with some a little bit knowledge about the maritime, we can train them, right? But at least they must have the knowledge of what our core businesses is. Um, for Aventra, we are a managed service company, right? So we need to manage our services for 24-7 and we have a strict rules on SLA to make sure that our deliveries are fully delivered on time and our clients are happy. And that makes us a, a lifelong business and it will keep growing that side. It sounds very exciting. And, and, and I think it's really important to have that industry insights and understanding, especially when you're talking to customers that a big part of your role is to try and convince them and perhaps persuade them that our solution can help add value. And if you know the industry, you know the terminology, you can really kind of articulate that in, in, a, in a better way. But but I do think we're seeing lots of, of companies, software companies hire people from outside of shipping. Um, and, and of course, you get different in ideas, you get different experiences from, from different sectors and things. Um, and more and more people are now looking to hire sort of more consultative type of sales professionals that really understand how to demonstrate the perhaps the need for something, even if a customer doesn't know that they actually need it. So uh, really, really interesting space. And, and I do agree that if you've got that sector knowledge, it's, it's, it's really powerful. Um, but I wouldn't say it's essential. Um, okay, good. All right, excellent. And, and I guess in, in the marketing function, obviously, some of our listeners may well be thinking, oh, I quite like the idea of becoming a marketing manager or working in PR, comms, that type of thing. So um, what, what do you think from your experiences? Because I know you've been a, a VP of marketing, you've been marketing director in different roles. What do you think separates kind of the, the, the good marketers 
uh, from the ones that really excel and, and can kind of go on to more kind of strategic positions, that type of thing? Um, well, that's actually a good question. I actually thought about it. Um, from a VP to a marketing manager, I think it, it comes with a, a very good passion, right? So it lies on combination of skills, mindset, and the ability to navigate into complexity of the field that we are in. So I have been to gaming, I have been to publishings, I've been to content tradings, content management. Um, and those are all those are on resume, but those are not on the resume like uh, we we have uh, some hotel franchises. Uh, you you learn you learn from it, but not from a, a venture group, right? And how to operate a pet shop, but it all involves marketing. Then the question you say, how do you become a differentiate between a good marketers and a great marketers? I think it's also a fine line, right? Good marketers normally you you just focus on day to day things, right? You're hired as a marketing generalist and then you promote from there but you don't have a true passion in marketing because it's a very tedious job and sometimes it will give you some mental breakdown if you're not strong enough and a good marketers will see that as a, a meltdown but a great marketers for me i would say i'll take that challenge let's give it a try right and it, it takes more a strategic approach to align the effort that we are in right and how do we align with all our overall our business objective? And from there on, you understand the impact of what you do today. It doesn't transform anything you, you want for the next week or two. Okay. Sometimes it might take months, hmm. but be patient. Right. And the other one is a perspective. Normally, people who do not have the passion in marketing or they just because want to do marketing and they know how hard it is is they look at um, marketing in the localized or regional strategies, and but they forgot to actually to include a global market, how big firms do their marketing. And you cannot compare Apple to Apple because some company like Apple actually put a lot of money into their marketing effort because they are consumer product. But in B2B segment, um, you have to find a specific way to align with what your company want to do and a success is measured by one step at a time right but sometimes a good marketers will become a great marketers because while on training on the ground they slowly got attracted to they want to be a good marketers and they start listening to a lot of podcasts reading some books about what people do and you must pursue the learning activities, right? You must actually eager to learn. There's always new things coming out in marketing, right? Um, if you YouTube marketing, there's more than thousands of so-called marketing experts will tell you what marketing is all about and how you should do your marketing. But a great marketer will actually say no and do their own analysis and to find out that what works for you and what works for the company. There's no 100%, but if you can get 70% right and slowly fine-tune that 30%, you will slowly get to that 99%. So we leave 1% for your failure, but you're still in 99%. That's what makes you a good, um, a, a great marketer. That's very helpful. Thank you. And uh, 
I guess also with the technology. So we're actually currently hiring, helping companies hire for a number of kind of digital marketing or content marketing roles. And and do you think it's very important for just broadly speaking for marketing managers to understand a little bit of digital marketing? So whether that's PPC or whether it's just being able to understand the analytics of or the ROI from certain campaigns, do you think it's important for people to have that technology kind of kind of skill set, or do you think it's okay if you've got a specialist that that focuses on that okay, area? If- if that makes if sense. To, if to say, um, it depends on the size of the company or how a company want to grow their marketing organization within the company. I think personally, yes, um, I think as a leader in marketing, you understand that every things that come up for marketing, like marketing tech deck, those are very important, right? Even though I'm not an expert to it, but at least I must know what is the, what is the end-to-end process to get the good digital marketers, right? How SEO works, how um, click ad works, how LinkedIn works, how Facebook works. Should we go to Instagram? Um, how social content work? How do we influence? What is dark social? So I think it's very important for a person or you know, in a manager level and above to understand the, the circle of marketing. You might not use that. You might not pay-per-click, you, you might not use that because it's so different, but you should know, you should understand how it works. And if you got the budget and you want to try along, right, to play along, at least you know how to measure the ROI. And at the end, when when we have to report to the board, they will scan through like, you spent a lot of money, what is the success rate, right? And it's pretty hard to say, but at least I promote the brand outside my comfort zone and I actually did it and this is the result so to learn all the analytics and data of your return investment is important for marketers yeah I agree and I think for my business as well I've uh, yeah I, I get regularly get reports on on our projects that we're working on whether it's newsletters obviously podcasts and 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 paid advertising that type of thing so i think it's good to get a high level overview of what's happening i've, I've dabbled a little bit of, of how to actually create the pay-per-click adverts and it's, it goes over my head so it's i think if you've got someone that specializes in it it's great but you, you can still do it um if we talk about maritime software in particular from your experience what sort of other successful types of marketing campaigns? So, for example, do you see that, I don't know, sending out, having a, a weekly or monthly new, newsletter gets good kind of ROI? Do you think events attending or hosting events is a, is a, is a stronger option or, or just other sales funnels? Just, I haven't, sorry, I didn't prep you on no, this question, fine. but I, just from I the top of your I head, what, what do you think? For you that. So I put example as an adventure group, right? We, we're not just a simple software company. So we do enterprise IT end-to-end managing, management and provide solution and services. So on our side, I think events are very important. But what event are we looking at? Right? So this has to go with what, are, what we want to propose, promote, what type of services or how big our services is going to be influenced. Let's say... SAP. SAP is a major thing because most larger companies, they use SAP for their ERP system. And 
if you are just going to a simple maritime event, that doesn't help you to convert, right? So it doesn't help you to convert and you will lose money. But on the other side, you can also promote other things that we are selling. And it's just like Aventra has a AG Carbon Dex to a decarbonization product. And on that on, I think we are attending a few um, shipping events just to promote that product and the brand itself. And so for on our side, I think event has more um, attraction because the industry itself is is a is, is a is a big industry but the community is small so for us to do that is more um i say it's higher return of investment but here comes the thing there's also a technological events that we are attending right going into is because um, those sea levels or uh, technical managers of it and infrastructures they are going to those events but they are not related to maritime at all. But it's more on how your corporate enterprise IT infrastructure works and what cybersecurity method or how good is your cybersecurity and things like that. So Aventra actually going to those events to find our customer. Yeah, very interesting. And also to get insights and, and tips from from other suppliers and, and and get updates on what's happening in in the news and the market and the, that, that type of thing is very helpful with those events and then and then they can come back and share it with their team um but great good that, that's very helpful um okay cool so i think as far as um obviously marketing we, we talked a lot about the kind of perhaps the digital marketing um in particular but what about on the pr side so public relations any, any, do you do, for example, do you have like a, is it mainly um, when, when a new product is released that the PR kind of strategy comes in play or, or do you always have a public relations kind of, um, kind of portfolio of ideas and, and, and a plan? How does it work on the PR side? So I think on a PR side, simply if, if it's on a product, so we have a product launch events or we send out newsletters, right? And, but, to get to the specific stakeholders, right? To get a person phone numbers to get close to you, like I'll call you, like you know, Callum, you know, how are you? I'm just calling to say hi. How are you doing? That's a PR work, right? And from there on, I'll inject some ideas about our new product and services, right? Um, I think in this side of PR, I would rather go back to a more classical way, like phone calls. Um, always works better. Because when I send you email, might not reading it so long. I don't want to send like 20 paragraphs about a new thing. But we will create a campaign to let you know what's going on. And it will be more personal touch into it. Because we don't target on consumer, mm. right? We target on a large enterprise or medium enterprises. So PR for us is um, not hard, but a lot of work, right? Being a professional is one of it. And customer visitation is one of it. Um, showing show up in a conference and an event to meet your friends as part of it, and giving out marketing materials and that's part of it. Okay, yeah, that makes it so. It's, it's very much is a marketing and sales type yes. of role. Uh, it links quite closely. Do, do you excuse me? Do, do you see many people shifting from a sales background? Maybe they've been sales managers 
and then they move into marketing or vice versa? Does that happen qu quite regularly from what you see? I, I think throughout my career, not in Adventure, in many, many places, not many. Um, I don't know why people, people are not into marketing at all. They, they want to be sales. I guess if it's in the US, sales make you more money, right? You got a good commercial cut on it, okay? And marketing is basically you have to do a yeah. lot. There's no weekends because you like it, right? You make a post on the weekend, right? You, you do certain things on the weekend. Try to email a friend or two um, because it's get more personal after you're in the industry. Um, I said, you know what? Text me anytime you want. But if I don't reply, means I'm not available. But I'll, if it's urgent, call me. And from there on, I think that's a good PR. But people in, in sales, they, they are chasing customers, right? They are the chaser. Marketing is a pusher. So I, I don't see much cross yet, I mean, in my lifetime. But I think hopefully it will. But sales and marketing, it has to be a very close relationship together. Right? If, if there's a peer or colleagues together you work on, you guys have to be very close. It's like a wingman. When you go to a pub, right? Before you got married, you want to you want to talk to a, a more representable person and you need a wingman or wingwoman to go up to. So it seems as any organization that sales and marketing, they always walk hand in hand. So so yes, but yeah, I haven't seen yet. Great way of putting it. Yeah, I agree. And I, I found in the past, when, we, when we've done recruitment, um, in particular in marketing, even things like you said, you said the salaries, they are a little bit lower for, compared to sales. When you think about the amount of work they do, often, I mean, if you are like, a, for example, a creative designer and you're, you're, your role, you're a marketing, you start off as an assistant marketing manager or marketing exec, and basically any kind of PDF that anyone in the company wants, they send to you, please can you update it, make it pretty, all that sort of stuff. They change it a million times. They want it tomorrow or like they want it now. And there's lots of pressure, I think. And you don't necessarily get get the reward, I think, in terms of bonuses, um, unless maybe you're in a very senior marketing position. But I, I think there's a bit of a an undervalue there just from the last, I don't know, 10 years of hiring marketing people. Um, but it's because there's not the same ROI, is there? I guess you, you don't necessarily get that immediate sale off the back of a big marketing campaign whereas you do if you pick up the phone and sign a new client um that's i guess that's what probably causes i i have to agree with you on this one that that is true right um in marketers you you just do it with passions right no one just get into marketing because i think i can be like coca-cola or i think i can be like apple but you want to do it because it's fun right it is a lot of creative you have to understand human behavior psychologies you have to be nice people um or good problem solving skills right that's that's one of it to solve other people's problem and sales like you say you know just make calls and you have to find that magic numbers like how many calls do you make to get that demos or to get that sales right so i think every product every company has their different magic numbers so this magic numbers to be able to attain these magic numbers is to actually try it out yourself, right? How many newsletters do I have to send to get one reply, right? How many people do I have to touch to give me one feedback? So those numbers is considered a good ROI for us. Then you, you go into this 
finance game, which is customer acquisition cost. How much does it cost you or how long does it cost you to actually acquire one customer? So those are those little magic numbers mm -hmm. that all companies have, but they just keep it under the carpet. When they need it, they'll pull it out. Good. Okay. Well, that's, that's very interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I think we're kind of pretty much good to wrap things up. We've got a good overview now, different areas of marketing, obviously your, your day-to-day. -day. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share before we kind of uh, finish I, things for I today? I think um, not much, you know. Um, I, I know like last last call we talked, you, you told me about uh, what I do on my spare time or what do you do, right? Um, for me, I... Yeah. I, I just love information. So I, I read a lot of magazines, right? Any magazines. It can be music magazines, Wired magazine, Time, Forbes, financial magazines, local, international, um, cars, truck. I love trucks and cars. Um, I love motorcycle. I love drones. I love cameras. Um, I love computers. I love overclocking computers. Um, I love esports, but not into it now. But gaming, um, headset, microphone. So th those kind of little things, it makes you understand more. The more you're into marketing, you understand that what other industry are doing, how they're doing it. And if really someone wants to think like, hey, I want to be a good marketer. So what it take to be a good, great marketer and just sitting down planning strategies, but you don't have any hobbies, then your mind will be very stagnant, right? You cannot see across the border. So yeah, during my spare times, I do a lot of magazines, flipping through readings. Um, that, that's where it, it keeps my fire going until today. Yeah, well, you're getting good exposure to lots of different brandings and, and, and advertisements and things and yeah, design. So yeah, it sounds very, yeah, makes complete sense. I'm the same to you. I love all different podcasts, eBooks. Yeah. Um, yeah, same bikes, cars, anything kind of fast and boats, that sort of stuff. Not that I can afford a boat, <laughs> but I'd like to one day. Um, but yeah, so I think, uh, it, yeah, you have to have a passion for different hobbies in life. I should just get a bit, it gets a bit monotonous, I find, if you just focus on work all the time. But if you can combine the two, that's ideal. Um, Great. All right. Well, thank you so much for your all your time and, and your your really valuable kind of knowledge and, and insights you've shared. Um, if anybody would like to get in touch with you or perhaps uh, learn more about Aventure, what's the best way for them to so do so? So you can contact me through LinkedIn, right, at uh, Ramsam Kui. So you can get in touch with aventuragroup.com and just send in your request there, you know, and contact us and I'll definitely reply to you. Well, I really enjoyed that conversation um, with Ramsam. Very, very uh, yeah, interesting guy. Lots of kind of good insights and, and experience from a whole range of different sectors. So definitely passionate about marketing. He, he, he really knows his subject well and, and, and you can see that he enjoys it. Um, and, and that's across different industries. So um, thank you for tuning in. We hope you kind of gathered some insights and really valuable kind of um, tips, perhaps about whether you want to pursue a career in marketing or even if your your company's obviously working on different types of projects, um, this this may be a value to you. So if you'd like to learn more about our business, Cordell Beaumont, please visit www.cordellbeaumont.com or email callum at cordellbeaumont.com. Thank you.